Welcome to another edition of Hass Health Hotline. Today I'm going to be talking about River Valley civilizations and we're going to try to figure out uh, why early civilizations arose on the banks of rivers. Hmm. Well, let's talk about what are the early river civilizations. So the first civilizations pretty much formed on the banks of rivers. And if we can think of four really notable ones, the first being Egypt, who were based on the Nile, Mesopotamia, which was in the Fertile Crescent on the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, uh, the ancient Chinese on the Yellow River, and the ancient Indians on the Indus River, uh, the Indus Valley. So these guys began to form around the time of the Neolithic Revolution, which is about 12,000 BCE. Now, as we've kind of brainstormed and whatnot, there are many reasons why water is such a good place. But, you know, the first main one is going to be uh, there's easy access to it. You know, I mean, if we don't have water, we die. And so being near water is one way to kind of maybe stave off death for that little bit longer. So it's a steady supply of drinking water. And also the land was made fertile because of this water and it made it easy to grow crops. So like, for example, the Nile River, like if you look at uh, a satellite picture of Africa and you look at northern Africa and you look where Egypt is it's really really brown and then there's like this triangle of green and that is at the Nile Delta because the Nile would flood and as it flooded it would um, it would just put all this soil like bring all this soil rich loamy soil to the surface and so that is why um, the Nile was so good and that's why they went there so the Yellow River is called the Yellow River because um, its water has a lot of silt, which gives the river a yellowy brown color. And when the river overflows, it leaves a yellow residue behind, but um, it also would leave with it um, soil that would, would make it more fertile. And so that's why that was the reason why there and same with the Tigris, like the Tigris and Euphrates, they're two rivers um, very close to each other. Mesopotamia is kind of like nestled in the middle of those two rivers. And again, same sort of thing. And it really gave way for access to irrigation and, and that sort of thing. So rivers were attractive locations for the first civilizations because, <clears throat> excuse me, steady supply of drinking water um, <coughs> along with drinking water, like obviously we are not the only ones that need to drink water to survive. Other animals do as well. And so you have um, game that would come in and drink the water. So then, you know, you have access to meat plus um, fish and whatnot that could be actually be in the river. And uh, the rivers would make the land fertile for growing crops. So, and a third thing is uh, later on, they could transport things, okay? Goods and people can be transported easily. Um, and 
you could fish and hunt the animals that came into the water. Um, and I mean, this sounds kind of maybe silly or whatever, but if you are wandering upstream and you get lost in the wilderness, you could travel downstream where the major centers of human population tended to concentrate. So you could use the river to navigate your way back home as well. So even though Mesopotamia, Egypt, China, India, all completely unique civilizations, there is that common pattern that since they were all based around rivers and these civilizations were all what we would call hydraulic empires. Hydraulic empires, H-Y-D-R-A-U-L-I-C, hydraulic. Um, you might have heard the, the, that word before somewhere, you know, like especially somebody's talking about engines or something like that. Um, hydraulic empire is basically a water empire, like he who controls the water controls everything kind of thing, okay? It's... The government is maintaining power through control of water access. And this system of government arises through the need for flood control and irrigation, which requires some coordination of the waters and so forth and so on. Um, the political system in each of these um, civilizations was commonly characterized by a system of hierarchy and control based around class, social class. Okay. Um, power is just uh, not just the power over the resources of food and water um, and power over a means of enforcement, so a military are the two things that were vital to maintain control in these ancient civilizations. Um, most hydraulic empires exist in desert regions such as Mesopotamia and Egypt. However, uh, China also had some such characteristics because rice cultivation needs large amounts of water as well. Um, and these are, um, sorry, controlling supply and demand is part, mainly what the leadership is all about. Okay. Um, but having said that before, like the... Mexican Tenochtitlan dynasty, even China, Mesopotamia, there were irrigation systems that had existed before the massive civilization started. So that's not to say that, like, oh, they have to control the irrigation, but, you know, that's the thing. So access to water is very crucial. And even today, we are still have water scare. We have water scarcity today, and especially on in Australia, on our continent, the water scarcity is even greater. Um, 
And water scarcity affects about 2.8 billion people today in the world. So um, water stress is the term used to describe difficulty in finding fresh water or the depletion of water sources. And water stress was something that has always been around in civilizations. Um, water shortage is a term used when water is less available due to climate change, pollution, or overuse. And water crisis is the term used when there is not enough fresh, clean water to meet local demands. So water scarcity may be physical, meaning there are inadequate water resources available in a region, or it can be an economic thing, especially nowadays, like if lots of government um, places, agencies are not managing available resources property, properly and those sorts of things. Now, you're probably going, oh, what does that have to do with anything? Okay, well, because one of the things, you know, when we're talking about, and one of your hypothesis, your hypothetical, is going to be about whether or not you think Australia would look different if the Swan and or Murray rivers were these bigger, great rivers that, you know, flooded and, and so forth and so on. And so water scarcity is part of that, because let's not forget that the original... Australians, the indigenous people of Australia who came here 50,000 years ago, you know, one of the ways, reasons they lived the way they did was because there was water scarcity in Australia. Um, so if you don't have large bodies of water, can you actually build a civilization? And that is what your hypothesis is going to be about. So um, this is just a little kind of, I don't know, just, I guess I just want to hear myself talk sometimes. Anyway, um, something to think about, something to think about for your hypothetical. All right. Well, that's me. Just, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I ramble. Sorry. All right. So until next time, wear your mask, be safe, take care.